This is a call to those who want incredible success, but do not necessarily want to get filthy rich. You want to help others, be purposeful, and enjoy all life has to offer. Welcome to the Inbound Marketing Revolution. This is Dow of Inbound with Ion Garlic. Welcome to the Dow of Inbound. I'm Ian Garlic, CEO of Authentic Web, and another awesome show coming up with our guest who has run essentially an agency for 10 years. Uh, seems like a lifelong entrepreneur to me, uh, managing uh, a chain of lemon stands or babysitting. Uh, <laughs> um, very profitable. Very profitable. Uh, Lindsay Anderson, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Lindsay, tell me, um, you know, I was looking through, you got a lot going on. Uh, you know, tell me a little bit about your background, a little bit more about your background. Yeah, sure. So, Ian, thanks for having me on the show. It's not really fair because my husband's name is Ian. So, <laughs> I'm constantly repeating your name in my head. Ian. Ian. Anyway. Uh, if you call me Ian, it's fine. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> That's not very respectful of a wonderful host as yourself. So, um, well, a little bit of uh, a little bit about my background. So, as you said, I've kind of been a lifelong entrepreneur. Although my parents and my family are not entrepreneurs, so they are constantly like, my mom is very much like, "How's that little hobby business you're running on the side going?" You know, like uh, I'm not really sure she uh, they know to take me terribly seriously, um, even though I have. I have like 10 employees in an office, but that's cool. Um, so I've been a lifelong entrepreneur, as you said. Um, 2008, like everyone else, it was fairly difficult for us. So I was doing some general web design in a very small town of about 50,000. Um, it was 2008, and we had, um, my husband and I, he works for me. He's not an entrepreneur entrepreneur either. I'm just not surrounded by entrepreneurs, which we'll get to my point, which is definitely join a mastermind. But anyway, um, so you can surround yourself with awesome people. So it's 2008. My husband and I, we had actually worked out at a nuclear waste facility in the middle of an Idaho desert um, for quite some time, but we were making a lot of money because we were working for the government and we were subcontractors. So we were making some really good money, but it was super mind numbing. And like you couldn't drink the water because the water fountains were, were poisoned with the nuclear waste in the, in the subground or whatever. So um, I started building websites on the side and, and we decided to take the jump and create the company called Web Impact. So, um, we hired a bunch of employees. We made, we made a rookie mistake, hired a lot of employees and, um, and got a big office. Um, because we were used to paying these high wages for programmers and it just became very, very difficult. So lots of the time we didn't get paid. I mean, we were having to pull in tons and tons of money just to pay out these employees. So we were just trying to scamper for every sale that we possibly could. And I know that you have kind of a background in, in web design and SEO. And so like everyone's fighting for, for those, for those people. It was very, difficult. Then I got pregnant. We owed about $100,000, say, to the IRS in back taxes. It was very, very difficult. Um, 
Also, because we were making so much money out at the site, I decided, like everyone else, to build a beautiful spec house, to quickly build it, and then to sell it off. But come to find out my business partner in that, who was in charge of paying all the subcontractors, decided to not pay them. So they were doing all of the work on this spec house, and he was not paying them. So um, come to find out there was about $100,000 in liens on that house. So 2008 was a killer year. And I'm sorry if I'm going into this too much. No. You wanted the background and an inspirational story. So here you go. I love it. So it was it was horrible. And obviously, I was like, you know, having my first child, which as a mother, you definitely kind of want it to be um, – you don't want to be stressed. Like you want to be able to sit and smile and be all motherly, but that wasn't happening because we were definitely hustling, but you know, um, it definitely, we, we made it out ahead. Like I was very tempted to like back at, in 2008, people were doing this thing called jingle mail where they would like put their house keys in a letter and send it to the mortgage company. Like, see you later. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> like I'm not paying this. And like, I was definitely tempted cause I still owed loan money, but then I owed all these, all these people were suing me for money. Anyway, it was quite horrible. But now it is 2015. The company has grown um, year after year now. We got, we're completely out of debt. IRS is completely paid off. And quite frankly, the lesson in the whole entire thing is like, put your head down one step, one step at a time. And uh, like, if you're housed and you have food today, like try not to look into the future and just like make it through. Yeah, I love that. And you know, it it's it's a tough story you have there, but it's it's an amazingly common entrepreneur yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not not say yours isn't special, it's just that you know, it, it seems it seems common and there's a few different themes. I you know, I think one of the ones that hits home that people don't know until they get there is revenue and employees does not equal success. Whew. Yeah, because like now we have two employees and like everyone else is subbed and like life is pretty sweet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and how important is designing your life? Um, if did you design, when you started kind of every like reset the reset button, did you start to design your life or did you step back and go, you know, this is what I really want. I want to spend time with my kids, et cetera. Or, uh, did you just naturally do that? Well, um, of course, like we have a lot of perks, my husband and I, because, and I know you feel this too, is like we have two young children, three and four years old, and we are constantly extremely happy that we are, I mean, entrepreneur comes with a lot of struggles, but also with that, I can go to any baseball game that I need to. I can watch the kids if they're sick, whatever. Like I get to spend a ton of time with my children. So did I, did I decide to be an entrepreneur so I could spend time with kids? No. But do I look back on the decision and say, it's a very awesome decision that I think a lot of people are envious of? Absolutely. Yes. And it's, and you have to remind yourself of that when the hard times come through, um, and those trade-offs. Um, you know, when you talk about uh, just running an agency early on and growing it fast and hiring a lot of employees, if there was one thing you had to do at the beginning and change, what would you have done? I would not have gotten an office and I would have not gotten employees, like ever. <laughs> like employees. <laughs> and, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm the best boss. It's something I strive. Like I read a lot of like, you know, in 
empower your team type of articles. And I think my, here's my problem. I'll be completely honest with you, Ian. I, I, you and I discussed when, uh, earlier this morning, we both get up at 4am, like we're kind of like go getters. And I have a really hard time, like wrapping my brain around people who aren't like me, <laughs> which like tons of people are not like me. And it's something that I am working on. So it's kind of like when employees call in sick, it's like, I can't, I can't even remember the last time I was sick enough to call in sick. You know, like I'm just not that good of a boss that way. And I totally, it's something I'm working on and people aren't like me. Um, now I forgot your question because I went off on a tangent on employees, but employees are <laughs> definitely the lifeblood of your business. Like you have to be able to find people that you can trust and delegate to. And like a lot of that is patience that people aren't like you. You're the entrepreneur. You want to get up at four because it's your bottom line. They want to work work from eight to five. Totally fine. We need those people in the world and there, there's nothing wrong with them. They're awesome. Yes. Yeah. And people don't realize that managing, especially if you're an entrepreneur, like you are. And you know, like I feel like I am where it's your go getter. Like, Hey, let's just get it done. Let's yeah. keep going. And then you're like, what? You're, you're tired. You slept yeah, 12 like, hours. I home. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fine. Like we need those people. And like, you know, you're asking about what mindset and stuff that I'm currently working on. And it's, it's definitely like just being a better leader. Cause I, I'm not, I'm really not. So how are you working on being a better leader? I'm reading a lot of books, a lot of mindset books. And, uh, and I, and, and, it's all about patience. It's all about taking time out. If I'm frustrated, then I, then, or I'm not understanding where an employee is coming from before I would just like say, like, you know, I would say my, whatever I was thinking at the time, but now I like step back, take a few minutes and then, and then I will have that conversation. Awesome. I like that. Um, yeah, and stepping back is very important. Not saying the first Gotta thing. Gotta do it. <laughs> Gotta do it. Like all aspects of life, you must step back. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I've found that, it, you know, I love our team, um, but it's definitely having employees for years has helped me become a better parent too. <laughs> oh gosh. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's all about patience. Like that's, if you can, you know, I'm definitely envious of those people who never seem to get frazzled and they're just kind of like on a scale of one to 10, 10 being excitable. They're just like a constant three or four. Like I'm very envious of those people because they never get excited. And like, that is not me. I am like a roller coaster. <laughs> 10 to one, 10 to one. I think that's so. a that's a typical entrepreneur though. It's like this yeah. is the best thing ever. This is the worst <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, like <laughs> that c- customer fell through. Oh, the business is going to crash. This sucks. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and speaking of not understanding entrepreneurs, and you know, I think there's a lot of people out there listening that are you know half on the fence, and they get held back by the people around them. And you made a, a good point about joining masterminds, but before you joined a mastermind for the first time. Uh, I mean, how did you deal with those voices around you? Because there's a lot of people, whenever you're starting something, they're like, oh, what are you doing? How's that going to work? <laughs> yeah, like I said, my, my parents are still like, are you sure you're, you know, like, you know, we're extremely successful now. And it's kind of like, they're still like, are you sure you're all set for Christmas? And it's like, mom, come on, come on now. Like, you know, it's fine. I know I'm not bringing home a check, but I'm good. Um, <clears throat> How did I deal with it? Well, you know. My husband, who's extremely supportive, um, he, he's not an entrepreneur at all. Like a lot of the time, like 
he's been dealing with me for for 10 years I still think there needs to be like an entrepreneurial spouse support group because those poor souls who have to deal with us like bust their hearts <laughs> but you know we decided uh, we decided early on um, because I could talk business from 4 a.m when I get up till when I go to bed like I love it it's something that I truly enjoy and he's definitely Lindsay Hammy projects I will get them done he's a very talented programmer I will get them done in like your little your little schemes like I <laughs> over it <laughs> so we made a decision like literally sat down okay this will make our marriage work we can only talk about work from 8 a.m to 5 p.m and we don't really talk about it on weekends and things have been much more peaceful since then. So um, as far as how did I make it through, boy, before I had a business coach and a mastermind, it felt very, very lonely and um, very, very difficult, to be honest with you. Yeah, it is. It's very lonely and difficult. So when did you, which did you get first, a business coach or a mastermind? It came together. So um, it came together. So a business coach and mastermind. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it was when, awesome. When did this it was, happen? It, only a couple years ago. Fantastic. Um, and did you? How did how did it happen? Explain to me how it happened. Well, it's funny. I was getting interviewed on a podcast by this amazing business coach, Jim Palmer. I don't. You probably know Jessica, his daughter, who runs Interview Connections. But um, <clears throat> I was getting interviewed by him. He's like, "You're a web developer. What do you do?" And I'm kind of telling him. And at this point, the business was doing actually much much better. Um, but it was still kind of directionless, to be honest with you. And he was like, oh, you should do this and this. And I could totally, you know, help you so much. And like, it was like, oh, there's people that do this. That is so cool. <laughs> um, so he was like, you need to hop on a plane and come to my live event. And I was like, um, and it was like in two weeks. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I have two very small kids. Not going to happen. And he's pretty much like emailing me like, I can help you. You totally need to come to this event. So I go up to my all supporting husband who I is awesome. And he was like, yeah, totally book a flight. See you later. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go. Like, And Jim was kind enough to, I believe he gave me free tickets. So I hop on a plane and I go. And it was like super powerful and amazing. I learned so much. I was so motivated. Um, I ended up like signing up right then and there, which was crazy because it was it's fairly expensive. But honestly, it has paid for itself a million billion times over, which is another life lesson. You have to invest in yourself. There's small business owners out there that are very nervous to like spend, you know, a hundred bucks on Facebook advertising. And it's like, <laughs> you know, like it don't view it as you've lost a hundred dollars, view it as an investment in your business an investment in yourself. And like it pays for itself in spades. It does. And once you get the momentum of it, you know, people don't realize it until they get the momentum of it. And, yeah. and then they're like, why didn't I do this earlier? I've never known someone that's invested in themselves well and regretted it and said, why did I take that class? That was worthless. Yeah, uh, and it makes sense to like get a business coach. It's like Jim is in a play, like he is super successful and he knows like so many things. It's like professional athletes and, and people have coaches. Like why as a small business would you not like want to pay someone for, for a shortcut? Like it just makes sense. Well, and getting out of your own head, because like oh, you gosh. said, we're, as entrepreneurs, I mean, we're not the most mentally stable people. No, <laughs> no, we are, we need therapy. For sure. <laughs> um, 
You know, when it comes to um, coaching, and now you joined a mastermind, so yeah. t- tell me what it was like the first time you went to a mastermind. What were you thinking before you went and what happened, went after? Um, it was, it was, um, it was awesome. Um, I was like, it, it's awesome because you have like this inner group of friends, we'll say that, that aren't going to judge you or anything. And you can get your marketing ideas and anything else out there on the table. And quite frankly, I went to Jim's next event, which was six months later back East. And he had me on a panel and people were like, so how do you like, and he asked the question, so how do you like the mastermind? Is it really awesome? So I start crying on stage because all of a sudden, like, I just don't feel lonely and I feel like I'm surrounded with people that inspire me. Like everyone in that mastermind group are like lawyers and doctors and like super successful people. And it goes back to that old saying of, you know, you surround yourself, the top five people you surround yourself with, like you're a part of them. I'm misquoting, but no, I know. Well, yeah, it's, it's the Jim Rohn. You're, you're the sum of the top five, yes, of the five you. people you surround yourself with. Yeah. So all of a sudden I'm surrounded by super successful entrepreneurial lawyers and doctors. And that sounds like a deal to me, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Now, are you in any masterminds with digital people? I am not. All right. We might have to change that. You recommend that? (laughs) (laughs) I probably should be. (gasps) Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some good ones out there. Um, You know, I think the biggest thing is, you know, not only with with the masterminds, because I've been a member of multiple ones, is when you find a place where, like, they these people get every aspect of me. And, you know, it's it's like you're like, oh, you understand this. Oh, you understand that. Oh, and... um, you know, I'm lucky to be a member of a couple of them and it's just a life changing thing because you don't realize how much you don't talk about stuff you want to talk about. <laughs> do you, do you run one, Ian? Uh, I am going to be starting one this year. Awesome. Okay. Sign uh, me up. I, I will definitely sign you up. Um, it, it's, kind of, we just spent the past few days actually planning it all out for next year. Um, but it's, it's so important and I, I'm lucky because we have a great office in Orlando and a lot of, a lot of my friends that have agencies come by. And one of the big things I also noticed from it too, as agency owners, like you were saying before, like there's all this SEO and website design business that we're fighting for. I'm like, well, there's a lot of stuff that we need to do. And you if you get in a group of people that are doing the same thing, you all can do something slightly different and have this sense of abundance. So. That's awesome. And that, yeah. so are you, do you, so you're like friends with your quote unquote competitors there in Orlando? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, oh, I'm good friends with my competitors in Orlando. That's um, awesome. I mean, well, two of them were, are my really close friends. And, um, and then all throughout the United States too, we're Infusionsoft certified partner, digital marketer. And I'm like, you know what? Here you go. Because there's only so much, like you were saying, you know, why go after tons of business and have no bottom line? when you can go after the business you want, work with the people you want, and then, you know, hand it off to people that you're friends with. That's awesome. I love it. It's, it's fantastic. And that sense of abundance is important. Yes. Um, you know, so you're in Portland now. Are you, are you always been from Portland? Is that no, where you grew up? I just moved here about six months ago. Another perk about being self-employed and having a digital team and customers all over the world is my husband's like, okay, well, we used to live in a small town in Idaho called Idaho Falls. You've never heard of it. It's 50,000 people out in the middle of a frozen tundra of horribleness. <laughs> 
not horribleness, but we lived there for, my husband moved from Seattle to join me in Idaho Falls. And he was like, okay, I've put my time in for 10 years. We're moving. So he pretty much was like, I want to go to the Pacific Northwest. So he picked this and we up and left. It didn't change the business at all. Most customers don't even know where we're, what, it doesn't matter to them. So another perk. Yeah. Yeah, people are scared of not having someone local, but I even find my local clients. I'm like, I never see them. They're down the street from me, and I never see them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we had taken. I mean, it was a town of fifty thousand. We are obviously we were like number one. Everyone, everyone calls us. Everyone still calls us from Idaho Falls, which is fine. But again, most of our customers are. I have worldwide customers. Like in today's day and age, it doesn't. You don't need to see me in person. There's a few customers, you know, that we have Skype calls, and I'm like, see, you can still see my face. Everything is fine. i know yeah oh man yeah because they think it's like that i don't know what they think right (laughs) it's that meme that's going around it's like all you do is you slap some photos on the website and and it's done right it only takes you an hour yeah (laughs) can't you just photoshop that (laughs) you know we do video too and it's funny because our clients are like well I look a little overweight in that video, and I'm like, uh, uh, we can't do anything about that. No, like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm not Seventeen Magazine. Like, I'm not going to take and Photoshop a hundred things. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, well, it only takes you like half an hour, right? I'm like, no, that's that's like movie magic. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you have two kids. Yes. What do you like to do with them? <gasps> Oh, they're they're wild and crazy. I think um, my my entrepreneurial nervous spirit kind of got to them in the womb, to be honest with you, because they came out and they never stopped running. So we're we're always outside, which is another reason why we moved to Portland. Because in Idaho, you cannot go outside in the winter because it's below zero most of the time. <laughs> so now we're always out in the rain, just uh, running running around, mostly running, lots of running. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, are you doing anything? To, because I've been asking this of a few of my hosts or client or clients, um, <laughs> my interviewees lately. I don't know who I'm talking to anymore. Um, and you know, I, I, I think entrepreneurs, entrepreneurism is something that most kids don't ever learn. I was lucky to be brought up in an entrepreneurial household, but are you doing anything to teach your family, your kids that? Um, not well. Yes, my my daughter constantly wants to open a um a restaurant, which is going to be very difficult at the age of four. But uh, <laughs> I think they have the bug. Um, so here's the thing with kids, and I don't know if you want me to go into this, and I yeah. wonder if you have this if if you have this issue too. It's like I have this thing where I don't want them to grow grow up and be like, well, mom. Mom was always on, like, looking at her phone, checking her email, and mom was, like, always on her computer. So I feel extremely self-conscious. And as an entrepreneur, like, the phone calls you, doesn't it, Ian? Come on now. Like, you always want to check your phone, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, Yeah, I, I make a rule after 8 o'clock to, to put it down. Yes, I have goals of like, I don't really, you know, like I just, um, like you said, like about five o'clock, the phone stays in the office and I go play with kids. So as far as like teaching them on, I hope they're entrepreneurs because I think it's an awesome lifestyle and you're, and you're making the most out of, uh, your bottom line instead of working for someone else. Um, and I hope that they're, they are entrepreneurs and I do plan to put them to work as testers when they're old enough for sure. (laughs) <laughs> we all, we all think the testers we can yell out, right, Ian? <laughs> yes, and they'll break stuff for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
You know, okay, so you've been in marketing for a long time now. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the biggest mistake your clients make in, in their mindset? What's the number one mindset that they, your clients need to work on? Ooh. Um, okay. Probably my clients' biggest things are they tend to overthink a lot of things. Um, very few decisions in life require a lot of intense research. Most things, most decisions and stuff can just kind of go off the cuff and like changing a picture or changing, you know, whatever is not going to affect your website in the long run or anything that you are doing because we're probably going to change it later based on testing. So I think they start overthinking it a bit too much. Now, it's not really fair, Ian, to ask me because most a lot of my clients are new entrepreneurs or they're in that really excited entrepreneur phase. So I don't know that they have any huge mindset problems because they're like raring to go. I'm going to make a million dollars. You know, I put this website up and everyone's going to come and I'm going to make a billion dollars or I'm going to crowdfund it or whatever. So like (laughs) they're very special. They're very special because they're like in that unstoppable, amazing mindset, which is usually when you ask a mindset question, it's all about like getting going, continue, continue to go. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're very special. Now, then you then then you post the website and maybe they don't get enough traffic and leads <clears throat> and they kind of want to throw in the towel. But online marketing, content marketing, all this digital stuff, like it takes a serious amount of time. So they need to close their eyes and they need to say, I'm going to do X. Maybe it's blog, maybe it's videos, whatever it is for for nine months or a year, even longer is better. But for an entire year, I don't care if I ever get a comment. I don't care if I ever get an extra Facebook like. I am going to do this for a year. And I've never had it where if they make that goal that they're not happy, you know, way before their goal is ever met. But it's very difficult at the beginning because no one's listening because everything's oversaturated. Yes. And that, well, I think you, you hit on a great mindset of expecting results immediately. Oh gosh. Yeah. And it's the internet. It's we- so and it's so cute when they do, isn't it? I- and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's hilarious. Um and you know, I, I'm I'm past the point of frustration with it. My team still gets frustrated with it. But uh, you know, no matter how much you say it, and I think that's important for entrepreneurs to realize it's it is a long game. Oh, uh. Especially like this content marketing thing, it totally works. It's valuable. It will fill up your pipeline for years to come, but it is not anything that's going to be happening this quarter at all. Like put your head down, get to blogging creatively and stop, you know, stop hoping for anything to happen right now. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I mean, do you guys do SEO? Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, I mean, that one's the worst. Oh gosh, it is the worst. But luckily, so my company, so I used to be Web Impact, general web design agency, fighting. Um, I decided, you know, you know how it is. I and customers come and go. They see a new web developer that's promising them the world, so they hop ship. Maybe they'll come back. Whatever. They're all kind of mediocre happy and if some of those are are educated enough to ask you for an SEO campaign some are educated enough to ask you for a pay-per-click whatever which you would do but I decided okay what are these people really looking for and that's when I created my new my new branding my new website which is traffic and leads like these customers do not care how traffic and leads happen they just care that it is happening so we're more on the results side 
traffic and leads. So maybe that's, I'm so happy that social media came along because back in the day we were running SEO and that would take three to six months to show any effort and traffic, right? So now social, you can have some really good quick wins while you're waiting for that SEO campaign to kick in. Yep, exactly. That And that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, traffic and leads. You know, and we talk about that with our clients all the time. We had someone actually call yesterday and say, I want SEO. I'm like, well, I need to learn about your business. No, I want SEO. I'm like, well, <laughs> what do you want it for? Well, just tell me in the next steps. And I think that's what? a, yeah. <laughs> you should give them a, a whole list of long tail keywords and tell them that you'll get them on the first page. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, the next steps are education. Cause I mean, I, I feel, you know, so many, um, Entrepreneurs just want the results without the education, and then they end up coming back and getting the education. And it, yeah, it's so important to if they're going to be happy in the long run, you got to set. And I learned that early on. You got to set expectations up front. Don't just like collect the check, and then they're going to just go away mad at the end of the month if you like weren't thoroughly like telling them. So pretty much, I don't know if you do this, but I make all my my SEO clients sign contracts in blood that they understand that it's going to be a fair amount of time and that they need to like, you know, make those monthly payments, even though they're not seeing the traffic increase. <laughs> blood. Yes. So, so how do you, how do you make them sign in blood? I'm kidding. I know. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, I don't see them face to face. It's a whole ritual. I send them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so Liz, you know, if you were, if someone wants to get a hold of you, they just go to trafficandleads.com. Yeah, that's a good place. Or, uh, one click Lindsay. Um, that's my nickname. One click That's where I do all my blogging. I do lots of videos. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure you got here too. Customers always ask, tend to ask the same questions. So I start blogging the answers and videoing the answers, which makes it a lot easier. So now I sit down and they ask about, well, how do I get ranked on search engines? I can just like paste a link. Like yep. this. And I'm talking to you on video. You see my face. <laughs> I don't even have to be in your town. You're not mad I moved to Portland. so <laughs> That's great. And it's good for, I mean, I think it's a great thing for anyone to do that has a business is have those video answers. We make Oh, them. so awesome. It's so powerful. Um, video. And I don't know if your client, although you said you do video, so hopefully yep. your clients are different than mine. But like out of like the four or 500 clients that I have, like a handful will do video. Some like you bring up video and they'll like pretty much hang up on you. I'm not doing that. I'm not comfortable with it. And it's just like, okay. Are your <laughs> clients very hesitant toward video? Um, it's, I, I tell them, I mean, it becomes your virtual salesperson. It's you, you're recreating you online. And if someone's going to meet you, if you have something where someone meets you, why, why would you not do it? I know. Uh, you don't have to sell me, Ian. I already know. I know. My customers don't, though. And, and I try to say all that, and I'm don't make a big deal out of it. Just get your smartphone out and make a nice video. But still, I don't. They're shy. They're self conscious, which we all are. Like I am not. I don't like doing my videos, but it's changed my business, so I do it every week. You know. I know. I. I still. We were talking about yesterday. I still hate it. And on I top of it, there, Ian. <laughs> Yay! We started the work group. Uh, on top of it, my employees make fun of me. On oh. <laughs> you should have them work out of their houses like I do. That way, they can't make fun of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. They so they take stills, like because you know when you p- pause a video, you're making a funny face. Right. <laughs> so they take stills of that and put it. Are online. they on the soup? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much that. Uh, <laughs> um, that's why I work from home. <laughs> I yeah. work remotely. Uh, 
so if there was, besides video, if there's one thing that you would tell someone to do right now to get powerful marketing, to, to turn their marketing around, um, or even just get started, what's, what's the one big piece of advice you have right now? I'm sure that 500 million of your guests, Ian, have said this. Um, and it's something that I wasn't doing till, um, about five or six years ago. And that is, to collect email addresses, email marketing, and having that email address and having a direct communication line with your customer, it changes everything. Yes. And, and that's another thing. Email them. You're not bothering oh, them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just Email them, them consistently. Like, do not miss a week. A week is even, you know, too little of time, but like if all you can do is a week, then do that. But yeah, don't just get their email address and forget about it because the second you email them, they will unsubscribe. But yeah, yes, start <laughs> collecting the email addresses. Got to yep. start somewhere. Exactly. Like don't listen to all these people who have a billion million people on their list. You got to start somewhere. You got to start with number one. So do it. Exactly. And if you're providing any type of value, they want to hear from you. Yep. That's great. Um, well, I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, I've got I've got just a couple more questions. Sure. Um, what's the best business book or mindset book that? Because you, you said you're reading mindset books. Which one are you reading right now? Well, I'm reading the my latest from my business coach Jim Palmer. So he wrote a book called The Side: The Ultimate Success Trigger, mm-hmm. and essentially it it all has to do with like just just do it, like invest in yourself, go all in make goals and like follow through. And it's, it's, it's awesome. He's a, he's a talented writer. He's a talented guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's been on the show before and he was fantastic. Um, and, uh, I think if, if anyone listening wants to get a copy of that book, I'm pretty sure Jim gave away one to our listeners. So if you go back and, uh, I think that decision-making that speed of decision-making is super important. Yeah. Like, like I said, back to my story, I bought plane tickets, hotel room, Two weeks away and it changed, it changed a lot of things in my life. And like, it was a decision I made in an hour and it was expensive, but totally changed. It changed the trajectory of where I was going. Yeah. The, the best decisions are never comfortable, are they? Oh gosh. That's a whole nother like half an hour show. <laughs> Stay out of your comfort zone. Anyway. Um, so you're, you're working on, um, uh, your leadership and your yes. leadership mindset. Is, so horrible, yeah. Is there one particular piece of that leadership that you're working on right now? Well, it's definitely the patient, the patience part. Like I am not a patient person. My poor, poor, poor children, a husband, yeah, and employees. But <laughs> it's all about patience. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to meditate. Um, I know awesome. a lot of very successful entrepreneurs meditate. Um, to be honest, like I wish I could be here and be like, yes, I meditate an hour a day. I'm so awesomely and deep. And especially because I'm on like the show called, you know, the, the Tao of inbound. And I'm sure I said that word wrong, but uh, <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> well, it, I just have, I would talk about this. I just have every unpronounceable word possible in, in my yeah, title. Real. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, meditation is great. Um, I, I do about 10 minutes a day and I, you know, one of the key things I tell especially entrepreneurs is meditation that this there's the rough interpretation of the Sanskrit word for meditation is to remember. And all it is, is just coming back and just coming back to that focus. And everyone thinks it's like this deep place of spirituality. I'm like, no, it's just training your brain to not go in all thousand places. 
Yeah. And as an entrepreneur, that's important, but it's, I mean, I find it very difficult because it's like, I wonder who emailed me and I wonder when the kids are getting up and I wonder if I should go running, whatever. Like, <laughs> but that's the whole point is that you're not supposed to be thinking about anything. So it's something I'm trying and maybe three years from now, I will be the most spiritual person you've ever had on your show. Awesome. If you re-interview me. So I will yeah. re-interview you. Okay. <laughs> um, Lindsay, and so my final question, what's your... What's your favorite quote or your most inspirational quote that you live by? Um, so you're going to hate me, but I, uh, I don't have, I don't like, there isn't one that's like sticking out in my head. So, um, all right. I, I will not hate you for that. Can you, can you make up one for me? I mean, they're just like all over the place and there's like, I don't know, my Facebook and Twitter feed are full of so many, so many that like, it seems like every day there's one that's like, oh yeah, that's a really nice one. I like that, you know, but. I, sh- I should probably like have a plaque of my my quoted mantra of Steve Jobs or something, but I do not. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I I uh, everyone has a little different something that they say about that, and it's always fun. Uh, well, awesome, Lindsay. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful weekend, and I appreciate being on the show. Thanks, Ian. Have a great week. All right, Lindsay Anderson, everyone. And don't forget, you can go see her at trafficandleads.com, an amazing domain. Um, and what's the name of your blog again? One Click Lindsay. One Click Lindsay. That's Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y.com. Uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Ian. 